Hey, welcome to the No BS Podcast. I'm Brad and this is Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been wanting to do this for such a long time to uh, kind of document our adventures uh, throughout uh, our journey together. And uh, we just promised to do this with uh, absolutely no BS. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly been a really long time. Um, I think we talked about starting something like this, what, four years ago, five years ago? Yeah, we came up with a lot of really cool ideas yeah. and it's just been a long time it has. coming. So. Um, but I mean, we're going to share so many different things from like parenting to marriage, um, our failures. And, but like, honestly, there's going to be a lot of dream chasing in these videos. Mm -hmm. Uh, And hopefully like just kind of along the way we can share some like outside perspectives um, to kind of not really put limitations on your life. That's my goal from all of this, obviously to get everybody to help know who we are. Um, But it's okay to fail. It's okay to try new things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to dive in. Yeah, I think a lot of it is also just living outside of the what you normally expected life to be about. Yeah, once for you sure. break down those walls, it's just uh, life is just so full of adventure and the journey we've been on. I, I feel like has been wonderful for our growth, mm-hmm. and so we're just wanting to share that with everybody and kind of uh, motivate and inspire others to kind of step outside their comfort zone and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to introduce yourself and kind of like tell a little bit, obviously they know your name, but tell a little bit about you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, My name is Brad Grimes, um, the B in the BS. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I am 36. I just turned 36 years old. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's been about a week or a little over a week. Yeah, that's okay. It's never too late. Um, but I like that number 36, mm-hmm. but, um, and finally I've catched up cause I kept saying you were 36 for the longest time yeah. and now you actually are. You're so. all caught up, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I grew up, I, in a large family, I am number 13 out of 15 in uh, my siblings. Um, and no multiples all from the same parents. Those are the two questions I always get. For, yeah. Same yep. parents. Uh, yep. <laughs> Which is crazy. I think when he told me that for the first time, I like for sure thought he was either lying or like his parents were saints and just adopted a ton of kids. But no, I mean, <laughs> yep. Nope. Individual births. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> But yeah, I I grew up in Utah. Surprise, surprise, the big family. Mm-hmm. Um, now, born, yeah, go ahead. Born and raised in Utah. Um, like I said, I'm number 13. So my my oldest sibling, there was um, a boy, Ronald was my oldest, and then seven girls, and then boy, boy, girl, girl, boy, boy, girl. So, so I think what probably a lot of people are going to question when they're like, oh, he's from Utah. So were you Mormon? Are you Mormon? Did you grow up Mormon? So I grew up Mormon. Okay. My my uh, parents were um, very strong into the church. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to yawn. <laughs> doing this is never easy with kids. So here it is. And it's like, what, nine o'clock and you're already ready for bed. It's been a long day. Yeah, for <laughs> it sure. Has, yeah. <laughs> But it's the only peace and quiet that we get around here yeah. when the kids are uh, asleep. But um, 
Yeah, I, I grew up in a Mormon, very strong Mormon family. Um, on my mom's side, there um, there's a lot of generations of Mormons. Mm-hmm. And on my dad's side, I think my, uh, my dad's parents were converts. So kind of a newer um, generation of Mormons on his side. But yeah, we were um, born and raised in the Mormon church, going every single Sunday. Um, I do not practice... Um, the Mormon theology anymore. Don't go to uh, a Mormon church. Do you um, go to church at all? Obviously, I know so. these questions because I'm your wife. <laughs> She's but trying like, to bring out all this I stuff am, that she yeah. wants to get out on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, man, just to keep it simple, se- yeah. Do, do seven, you... seven years ago, um, Steph, Steph first stepped away from the church, and then about a year later, I did, and um, we just uh, were trying to find something common that we can raise our kids up uh, in a christian the christian values that Mm -hmm. we had and um so we when we moved out here to tennessee we kind of had a fresh start um went to a church called gateway which we love yeah it's a non-denominational if you're in tennessee for sure one like 10 out of 10 recommend go see it it's a little town but like you will be so shocked you will be moved um it's great. I yeah. don't really, I don't really know how else to say it. It's wonderful. And we'll, we'll dive more into that yeah, later for, for sure. sure. But I will say that um, me, I've, I've always been a lover of music. And uh, when we first went, met, went to the <laughs> gateway, um, I was kind of closed off to the idea. Um, it was so new. It was so yeah. different than what we had ever experienced. Well, yeah. Stephanie and I was stepping away from the church. I'd be lying if... Uh, if I said that we didn't have struggles with uh, our belief in God, yeah. and we'll touch more on that, but when we when we got back into church and went to Gateway, it was uh, some I, the very first thing I fell in love with was the worship mm-hmm. music. It was um, just very moving and yeah. very monumental in our sure. in our getting our family back into um, like fellowship with God mm-hmm. and uh, chasing after God, our relationship with God, but. But let's get back to where, so you grew up in the Mormon church in yep. Utah. Okay. Um, what was your upbringing like? Did you play any sports? Like what were your hobbies? So oh, coming from a large family, people always ask me like, man, what's it like being from a large family? When I was, since I can remember, I think there was 10 at home when I was born. But since I can remember, there was always seven um, and really really only six for most of it. I could barely remember the seventh. My uh, sister Rachel being at home for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like more like aunts and uncles. Yeah. All, all my older siblings were adults and most of them married. Some of them have kids and stuff since I can remember. Um, and uh, so we went, we went to church every single Sunday and then, and we had activities throughout the week um, with having such a big family. Um, I feel like our um, school experience was kind of limited to how much we can afford. Um, But I always, the one thing I always gravitated towards was basketball. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. He's so tall. He's 6'3". So, of course. Yeah. I've always loved basketball. Um, My parents always tell everybody I was... I think you've yawned like five times already, already. throughout this. Yeah. yeah, I know. And she told me, hey, don't yawn. I said, well, <laughs> we got to do it in the morning or something. Yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so you'll have to bear with me. 
Um, and maybe it's the pressure because I wasn't yawning before we started. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, my parents always told everybody I was born with um, a basketball in my hands. Um, I've always just gravitated towards mm-hmm. basketball. And that's all I ever really knew from him. I mm-hmm. mean, I'll bring that up here shortly. But yeah, I mean, always it's basketball or something else, whether it's like he sees somebody with a soccer ball. Like it's really any sort of sport mm-hmm. that, I mean, except for football. That's I think that's really the only sport I have not seen you play. I know you've seen me throw a ball yeah, with the kids. Yeah, yeah, but that's ball, not the but, same. Yeah, yeah, but okay. I mean, so, really any kind of sport, I'll pick up a racket or a ball and play with okay. it. Like, it's just my so favorite. You, but basketball has always been my favorite. And did you play in school? Uh, yeah, so growing up um, in most of the United States, they have what's called uh, junior NBA. But in Utah, it was just called Junior Jazz. Um, so Junior Jazz was huge because mm-hmm. um, school sports didn't start until middle school. Mm-hmm. So we played Junior Jazz and then school sports came uh, came up. And if you make the team, then you're on the team and you can't really play other leagues. Yeah. Yeah. That's how um, it is now, too. Yeah, yeah. You have to be careful. Yeah. Well, a lot of schools, they don't want you to get hurt playing right. other leagues. Well, and the like rules that. of like, at least for our kids, the rules of their middle school is that during the season, they're not allowed to participate in any other organized sport yeah. of that same sport. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. So, yeah, it's a rule of pretty much anywhere in the U.S. That's at least how it is. Yeah. So I so. played I played junior jazz uh, ever since I can remember. Uh, my brother-in-law Kevin, he was our coach for a couple years, and my brother Mark, he was assistant coach for at least one year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was two, um, but we always had a different coach. Which is crazy year. to think that like your brothers and your brother-in-law were old enough to be able to be your coach. Yeah. Like that just shows the age gap between all of you and your siblings, yeah. which is which is crazy. Right. Um, but then I got to middle school and. Uh, the middle school team, well, for um, our middle school was seventh and eighth grade. Um, so a lot of them are, I guess, mm-hmm. sixth, seventh, and eighth. But ours was just seventh and eighth, and they called them the Bantam League. So instead of us playing for our middle school, we represented the high school that we were zoned for. Ah, uh, so okay. So we we would wear, even though we went to Centennial Middle School, we would wear Tim Few High yeah, School yeah. uniforms and stuff. Uh, so I played. So were they kind of like mentors, like the high school like team? Did they ever mentor you or not really? It's uh, just kind of like I think to maybe keep it there all was one, one time we had like a couple kids from the high school came and mm. did like for one of our practices, did a couple drills. Um, I, I actually only remember one. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was kind of like uh, how the WNBA is kind of sponsored by the NBA. Yeah. Um, so that we get like hand-me-down jersey kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I played. And then in high school, I played my freshman and sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And um, my junior and senior year, I, I broke my ankle both years during tryouts. I was really skinny. And, uh, <laughs> you still are. <laughs> yeah. But my coach, I asked him, what can I work on, you know, preparing for my senior year? And he's like, just gain weight. So I, <laughs> I tried to, and I gained a whopping three pounds. Yeah, over I'm pretty the sure he's the same weight that ever since I've met you, I don't think you've gained yeah. a single pound, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, I, gra- I, graduated, <laughs> I graduated high school at like 166. Yeah. And I think I'm at like 175. Yeah. So, uh, like, 
maybe 180 yeah. like fully dressed in work attire <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i tried to gain weight and yeah. i didn't i didn't but uh, i ended up breaking my ankle in my senior year and i didn't play um but then i was you always put, in a gym though yeah like, always playing a league or all my best buddies growing up we would uh we even snuck into or broke into our local church not to do anything bad just to play basketball. <laughs> just to play basketball yeah <laughs> there's a little grate that we peeled open and we crawled under the crawl space into the gym um, <laughs> we snuck our way in and we turned the lights on and play basketball and eventually we were able to get some keys and legally do it yeah and, and <laughs> but, you've played in a couple of city leagues here yeah, and there since, since we've been married as an adult, yeah yeah and you recently did you recently play somewhere yeah, so I stopped. Just keep it short and sweet. <laughs> well, we'll save that for another time, but just kind of keep it short and sweet. What yeah, did you yeah. do? So, oh. so I stopped playing for almost eight years when we got married and had kids and just started that journey. And then um, and then recently, just with our kids being in basketball, um, I got in the gym a little more and started working on my game. And uh well, I think seeing our kids play basketball because they've been way into it. Because, yeah. I mean, it's always been something that's been a big part of our life. But seeing them play and like seeing their drive for it, I think kind of relit that flame underneath us. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, then we like started an AAU team and our kids played club ball at, like as well as rec ball. And now they're playing through the school. Yeah. Um, for and sure. Then, yeah. Well, I, you know, I think my number one um, uh, aspiration in life was to be um, a father, and so I think yeah. like just wanting to pour as much into them and their their athletics is like um, super important to me. So it motivated me as I'm trying to teach them, you know, form and dedication, and not be a hypocrite. I'm in there running drills with them and and getting back into basketball so long story short through the aau um we saw an opportunity for me to um actually go out to europe and play for a month so i just got back yeah you know, three weeks ago about yeah weeks it's been ago. about three weeks ago and that was through usa select and honestly like the people i think there's so much to learn, not only from your teammates, but from the founders. Um, Sean is like the head of the AAU, like directors. He's, he's on the board of directors. Board of directors, Martin, yeah. yeah. And him and his wife, as well as like one of his partners run it. And I think obviously there's always some learning curve to like relationships that you have with individuals. But overall, mm -hmm. like I think it's a great program that if you want to play ball like definitely check it out um yeah i mean we'll touch more on that in a different yeah, yeah. episode um but for sure usa select um it every year every year they have it so check it out if you're interested in, in playing ball and you're out of you're out of high school and stuff for sure. Yeah. So, so I've, I basically covered my story. So yeah. Well, it, hold on. You did do one more sport in school. And what was that? Oh, so I did do ballroom dance, which uh, yeah. she reminds me is in fact a sport. And he's actually <laughs> really good at it. Really, really good. But at the same time, she he's really good at everything. So like that doesn't surprise me. She and he's sitting here lot. shaking his head. But like legitimately, you give him any challenge and he can do it, which is like <laughs> I really admire um, for sure. I, 
But I am yeah. like the epit- how I view myself is I'm the epitome of the jack of all traits. Yeah, for like, sure. Like I might be good at, ba- at like basketball and I feel like that's probably the thing I've specialized most in. Yeah. But like ballroom, I think I'm all right. But I have a younger brother and a younger <laughs> sister that I got into ballroom yeah. like, since I got in. And I think they both surpassed me just because uh, that was a very big passion of theirs while uh, basketball is one mm-hmm. passion of mine. Um, but yeah, that's basically, um, I will just say that, um, just touching back on just who I am and my, my life growing up, um, I've, all my friends growing up kind of knew their path, what they wanted to do. Um, I have career wise, career wise, school wise. Um, I kind of felt lost in high school, um, worried about, man, I'm not taking any of the AP classes. I'm not, I don't know what I want to study in college. I think even when I, when we were together and we were going to college together, it was still that way. Like I, you, you wanted to be a teacher, but then that kind of like slowly faded. Yeah. And so, but go on with what you were saying. Well, I, I have very successful friends who like, they knew the path that they needed to take, what, what classes, courses, degree they wanted to get. Um, I have a, an orthodontist friend and a, a doctor. Yeah. Very successful friends that I grew up with since I was five years old. Um, but I always kind of felt like a little bit lost. They knew what they wanted. I'm like, I have no idea. But one thing I always, I tell people all the time, I don't know what I want to be or what I want to do, but I know that I want to be a husband and a father. Like a family mm-hmm. was always like number one, top of my list and whatever career or whatever path um, I needed in order to, uh, achieve that I, I knew that like I was always competitive yeah I'm, I feel like I I'm gifted with a lot of things so I just knew that career-wise will be taken care mm-hmm. of but I did want to pursue definitely getting married and starting a family and so. I tell people a lot like if you if your goal is to have a family like find somebody who like their dream is being a father because really that has been like so monumental in our life because of course like I think a lot of not everyone but I think a lot of people pick a career and then it's kind of like children crumb along the way and you learn how to be like a father and stuff which is great like anyone can be an an intentional parent um and can parent well but I think there's something really different about somebody who that is what their dream is, you know, just the love and the care. And he's probably just sitting here like, oh, quit it. Like, I don't want that attention. But oh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so anyways. That, so that's me in a nutshell. That's kind of my upbringing, mm-hmm. my core values, my, my personality to a T. But <laughs> now Stephanie had talked about how important like basketball was to us. So I'm going to give her a chance yeah. to kind of give her background, her <laughs> yeah. upbringing, how old she is, that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. So I'm Stephanie Grimes. I am 31 turned 31 in July and it's weird. It's really weird me being in my 30s because I still feel really young um but I'm not (laughs) you're still young I am still young I am still young to most but you know it's just I feel like once you hit your 30s it's like man where did all that youth go for sure for sure um so I am the youngest of six kids there were two boys and four girls 
Uh, there's also not as big as an age gap between my siblings as yours. Um, but so, so we're talking about from the oldest to youngest, but in between yeah. kids, there's more of an age yes, gap. Yes, for Cause, sure. Because my parents, they had one after another. Right. After, so it's like almost a year apart. A year and a half or so. Yeah. But, but for me, yeah, there's about four years in between, uh, me and my sibling right above. Um, so I definitely was at home by myself for like all throughout my high school. Um, and honestly, like for those who are single, like are, are an only child, I feel like that would suck because it was like, it was kind of miserable, you know, honestly, like just being by myself just because of course your parents work and stuff. And so I do not envy those who are an only child. I don't think I could do it. But, um, although I, I've hearing stories about your, your childhood and stuff, I kind of feel like you were almost, almost as, uh, an only child just because you're trying to tag along with your older sisters oh, yeah. and they don't want to have anything to for do with sure, you. For sure. For sure. So, what yeah. Was that like? I mean, yeah, no, for sure. It's like they would let everyone wear their clothes. So, like, the girls would always share clothes with each other, but never with me. And mm. that annoyed me. So, like, my sisters, if they're listening, I they already know this, but I would like purposely take their clothes to school and change into them and then change <laughs> out of them before Keep I them get in your home. Backpack. <laughs> yeah. But one time my sister was hiding in the bushes <laughs> when I got home. Because normally I would get home before them. But uh, there was one and time change before they get Yeah. <laughs> and put it back in their closet. <laughs> Where did but, this stain come from? <laughs> no, that is exactly true because you know me. <laughs> I stain everything. Everything like I can everything. everything. I could be. She drinking. wears my clothes more than she wears her own. Drives me nuts. Sometimes. I could be drinking soda and literally like I would I would drop it on my shirt. I would stain it. So yeah, no, they would always notice like this stain. Stephanie must have worn it because mm-hmm. I didn't do that. But yeah, my, one time my sister was hiding in the bushes and she caught me red-handed. Mm, like I was busted. wearing her clothes. What did she do? <laughs> oh, she was so mad. I'm sure she probably went and told my mom. I don't know. Not like my mom really cared, but yeah, it was a big fiasco. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm the youngest of, of six. Uh, I too also grew up in the Mormon church. Uh, very fundamentally, like their deep roots, um, like back down to the foundation of the church, really. Right. So yeah. were both of your parents? Um, no, 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 no. Mormon culture. Or? Only my mom. My my dad was technically considered Catholic, but not like practicing or anything. Right. Although, like, there was definitely times where I would go to the Catholic church, um, like from cousins, and saw a lot of like weddings through Catholic church, and go through like Bible classes. I'd um, say from your dad's perspective, is more of a traditional thing rather yeah, than a really for conviction sure. thing. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And like really the only thing I can really remember much about them, like the Catholic church is you do a lot of sitting and standing and kneeling, you know, and a a lot of praying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no. Yeah. So that was interesting growing up in a split household religiously. Uh, Definitely came with its own struggles. But like you said, we're not practicing that faith anymore. And we are just considered like non-denominational, which has been huge, monumental in our life. Uh, 
And I'm excited to talk about that just like yeah. in its own episode. Really, I feel like it could be multiple episodes because it just would take so long. But um, this is more of an introductory. Yeah, so yeah, we're trying okay, to just okay. kind of touch, <laughs> touch on a little touch bit base. of uh, like kind of the things that we're going to be this, talking about yeah, along the way. The future, so, sure. OK, so then growing up, yeah, I went to school, um, moved around a few times I went to three different schools so I went to like one district for my elementary and middle school and then uh, real quick um how about your parents situation um what do you mean well I mean were your parents together so since I was like five years old my parents were divorced yeah so I grew up in a split household um I mean, I don't know how deep you want to get on this first on this first episode, but yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of trauma to unpack that I have unpacked. Um, but a lot of growth, a lot of yeah, growth for sure. too, for sure. Yeah, a lot of hard times, but I mean, ultimately, like all of those are learning lessons and experiences that have kind of like made me who I am. Um, but yeah, I, I think the reason why I mentioned that or I had wanted you to touch on it is just because, uh, give a little context of like when you're with your mom every week, you go to church, Mormon church every Sunday yeah, yep. go, and then when you're with your dad, it's like, it definitely made it, it definitely made it a struggle to actively like do one thing, mm-hmm. like either decide to go to church or not to go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that definitely had a huge influence on, on me and stuff. But, um, yeah, we can talk about that later yeah, we can talk for more. sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I went to three different district, three different schools, um, moved around. Um, I played quite a few sports in school. I tried cross country and Brad knows I absolutely hate running. So I don't know why I did that. <laughs> um, I think just because my siblings did it and I thought it was cool. And so I just committed to one year. And then I think the next year I was like, oh, I'm going to try it again. And I maybe did like one week. And I'm like, no, I'm done. I, I hate this so much. Was always the slowest person in the race. Like, out of everyone, out of all of the schools, <laughs> I always got dead last. But you so, were trying. Like if there was an award for that, I would always win. Um, but so I did that. But I played volleyball all throughout middle school and high school. Um, that was like my number one sport. My sister played, and then I got into it. Um, and that was really fun. And then I played basketball for one year. But I really only Rocking played, <laughs> yes, um, but I really only played actually because the coach, she tracked me down one time. I don't even know how she knew who I was because I was so new to the school. Oh, probably walked through the halls and was like, you're standing <laughs> yeah. ahead above everybody But she wasn't, a, she wasn't a teacher. She wasn't a teacher, which mm. was interesting. Um, I mean, unless she was a teacher at another school, like not the high school or something. Uh, but yeah, she was like, you got to come try out for my team. And I'm like, ah, whatever. And then she just kind of kept pushing. And then I finally did. Um, but man, I really, really loved it. And I wish I would have done more of it because I only played that one year. Uh, I think I could have been decently okay. I mean, 
Yeah, I think I'm okay at it. She's really competitive. <laughs> so I am really competitive. If she would have yeah. been in it and doing it every day. I'm sure she would have the same passion for basketball as she does for, for volleyball. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it's definitely been like, I think I've learned to love basketball so much more than volleyball. I think sometimes it's a toss up depending on the season, you know, for sure. Um, but when we met, that was all we did. All mm-hmm. we did was play basketball. It was like we were either at school playing ball at the church or we were bowling it yeah, was like it was I only like those yeah. three <laughs> so we were always in the gym playing and i mean there was always quite a bit of people you usually have to sw- switch out a couple of times for yeah, teams and stuff like 15 people so, yeah yeah but i mean we did that for from the time that i met you until when we had our first kid yeah. we were in the gym all the time. Yeah. So guys, this this girl right here was nine months pregnant. Yeah. Playing, playing basketball. Ball. Big old belly. Big old belly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's how much she loved it. I did. I did love it. And mostly it. it was guys playing and she was like one of There was maybe one or two, two or, girls. Yeah, or two three. or three girls yeah. playing. <laughs> Man, I bringing me back for sure. Yeah, and I'm like so anxious to like get back in and just keep playing for sure. Um but yeah, so I mean, that's really all I did. Um, after high school, uh, I came and visited. We're going to kind of jump into like how Brad and I met. But after... Just quickly. Yeah, yeah. So after high school, um, I was actually in a relationship with someone. And we, I moved out, like came and visited Utah for like a week for a family reunion and things were kind of like rocky, like where I was at and like just my life and, and my relationship and stuff. Um, but I came out and fell in love with Utah. Like it was just the greatest it thing, even though I had mm-hmm. been there for like multiple times throughout my life. It was just so different, like being out of like being an adult, freshly an adult, 18, yeah. not actually not even, I was 17. Ready to spread your wings. Yeah, ready to spread my <laughs> wings. I always had this plan to like move across the country to like Washington because I grew up in Michigan. Um, and so that was my goal. But like when I went out to Utah, I was like, oh man, this is the place. So um, yeah, I decided while we were there for our trip that I was going to book a flight and move. Uh, just like that. You know, I like I literally while we were there, I booked a flight and I was like, all right, I'm doing it like no looking back now, you know, and that will be a common thread that you'll see throughout this podcast. (laughs) That is very much a part of her personality. 100%. (laughs) She's very adventurous and very bold and just likes to just live life and have experiences, which I love about her. But I appreciate that it's never really like been a terrible decision of course there's always learning aspects to it all you know but like ultimately like i never look back and i'm like oh i shouldn't have done that you know because it's just eh. Eh, that's the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean maybe maybe there's some things but anyways so i booked a flight while i was visiting utah um met you while i was there just briefly mm-hmm. um my sister was actually like into him and so like if my sister's husband's watching i'm sorry <laughs> but she had a crush she on wasn't, him she wasn't that into me she though. had a crush <laughs> on him and i had heard about him a couple of times um and so when i came out there i was like you know she asked me what i thought about him and i'm like well he's 
like he's nice you know like that's kind of weird like why is she asking me about him when she like thinks he's like she's kind of into him and I, I told her that like well he's nice but like why are you asking me that like you're into him and she's like oh no 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 like we're just ever gonna like we're only ever gonna be really good friends um and so that kind of like piqued my interest a little bit for sure you're like, so you're giving me the green light? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so after my trip, I actually did move out to Utah, like about mm-hmm. a week later, maybe yeah, a week and a half. Right. Um, I kept that flight. I moved out. and how, mu- how much money did you have saved up? I don't know how much, but I had baby, like I was, I would say babysat, but I was more of kind of like a nanny for a family that like all of my sisters had nannied for, literally all of my sisters. (laughs) Um, And so, but I had, I had some money saved up and I was like, I think it's about $2,000. I did. Yeah. I think it was like 2000, which now that seems like not that much, but I was like, 13 years ago that was like sufficient yeah, <laughs> you know like, I, that's enough for me to move across the country that's still <laughs> yeah, pretty bold it, it was <laughs> it was for sure but I had family to live with so it's not like I had to really like pay rent or anything you know yeah um but yeah I moved out there not really knowing what the future held for me but I was like I gotta get a job um and figure out what I want to do with my life and so I did. I got a job, um, met some really great people, you and like a bunch of your friends. And we all just became like one big friends group. And do you kind of want to tell them like how we got together? Do you want me to tell them? Um, I could tell them a little okay. bit. You've been talking a little bit. I've yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pass it back and forth a little bit. But, um, yeah. So like she said, I, I, I was, uh, I was friends with her older sister mm-hmm. and her older sister, her older sister, Amanda. Um, we had this group from church that we all hung out together. And, uh, because every, like through the Mormon church, um, you always have Institute, I think on a Sunday and then, yeah, yes, it is. It's always Sunday after church is there, there's like Institute and then in the Monday evening, yeah. is usually FAG family home oh, yeah, evening. Yeah. And so there's usually like an activity that we do as like young single adults yeah so yeah we uh we met at one of those activities it was uh, it was at an institute on a sunday Sunday yeah and uh her older sister introduced us Mm -hmm. i didn't think they looked anything alike so i was i was playing around you know kind of flirting (laughs) like there's no way you guys i instantly thought he was so cute like so cute but i was like there's no way like well, and know. she was across the country, so I, I was just like, man, it was easy to flirt with her because it's like, I might never see her again <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but I also adored her family, so it was just super easy. Because um, you knew my grandparents and you yeah, knew my other sister, sister mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. I got to know her family a little bit. And um, I mean, we um, hung out again the next night for FAG. Yeah, well, well, we went to a church activity and I saw you there, but you were actually into somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So I w- Don't forget about that. Yeah. So, um, the, the, um, congregation that we were with was called the singles ward, which is everybody basically from 18 to, I think the cutoff I think it's is like around 32. 30. Yeah. 29, yeah. 31, a, a weird number like yeah. that. 
Um, and when you get married, they kind of kick you out. To a but which is ward. like so weird to think about is the fact that like they literally have a church dedicated to people who do not have a spouse or who are not dating. A whole congregation. <laughs> a whole, and like, like not a, just like a couple of people. Like, I mean, there's like at least 100 or more. 300 on the roll and there, probably 150 show up. Yeah, quite a bit. And week, it's yeah. like, hey, maybe you'll find your spouse here. Who knows? Yeah. But I was kind of on the verge of like, man, maybe I should just go back to my family ward i'm not really meeting anybody i'm interested in dating um so anyway and then I, I met this other girl it was her first day and i was just like okay i'm, I'm gonna give it a shot so we, we kind of dated for a little bit mm-hmm. how long did you guys date for um well because i guess i yeah. i met you in about july, july and then you August, from like september october so yeah about three months about three months yeah yeah because uh yeah, we, we dated, but she lived in uh, South Utah, mm-hmm. Southern Utah, but she, and she was just up staying with her sister. So, But I will also say summer. I was so into... So, okay, so to preface this, after I moved out to Utah, obviously, like, my relationship ended with, like, who I was dating. Mm-hmm. So I was not dating long distance or anything. I was, like, single. But I was, like, so so She's bothered me, i was so into him <laughs> like i don't know how it's how else to say I, it and I'll, I'll i'll just have to say like if i w- it would have been quick and we'll get to how how quick things <laughs> went between us but, yeah um, if i wasn't already dating somebody when um because i didn't know you know she was living across the country so i didn't mm. know you were planning on moving or anything so i started dating this girl and i mean it, it was it was good she just when she moved back to Southern Utah, it was like three hours, right? So mm-hmm. it's like pretty long distance relationship. And she had just graduated high school. Um, I think she she wanted to figure out, you know, what she wanted and, and stuff. And at this but... point, you were 21. Yeah. Yeah. About to have a birthday. But yeah. you were 21 at the point. And like I mentioned before, I think I've always wanted to just be a husband and father. So I think I was like one of the ones in that whole congregation you know it's like looking for a spouse (laughs) (laughs) and all the girls there are thirsty like they want to get married okay when no generally yeah for reals like they really do like if a girl is there it's like if you proposed tomorrow and you were cute, 100%, she would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, generally speaking, I really feel like that's how most of the girls were. Yeah. That, that is... Yeah. If you've never been to a singles ward for the Mormon church, you probably would not understand what I'm saying. But, like, that It's not was, an exaggeration. That, it's yeah. not. At least not from my perspective. But Right. So, she, anyway, back to um, the story. This uh, The girl and I tried the long distance relationship. I She was up there for the summer. So we hung out and dated for about a month. Mm-hmm. And then she went back to Southern Utah. We tried to do the long distance relationship. And I thing, just was but... here patiently waiting, like waiting for him to break it up. And like she not... saw a couple guys <laughs> in between that. Don't, don't, I don't uh... think, I, no, okay, whatever. <laughs> you call it dating, but it was not dating, no. But there was, there was one point where you had told me that you guys were not together. Like you had broken it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like super stoked because I'm like, now's my chance. He's going to ask me out. Like we're going to date. This is cool. And so. We're but gonna... I, I'll tell, I'll tell my side of the story real quick before. Cause I, I don't want her <laughs> to take your uh, view of this. So since I was dating this other girl, I, I'm not one to like, even with my work or anything, I don't, I don't like 
change or just jumping from one thing to an, another. You're very like, committed, which like, is a good quality. Like the grass isn't always greener on yeah. the other side. So like we really tried to work things out long distance and it was just between the long distance and her like wanting to have a college experience and just barely being an adult and stuff. It, um, it just wasn't working out. Um, but to test that, we were like, you know, we should pursue this like as if we're going to be getting married, not like we're just dating for fun. Yeah. That's not where I was at. That might have been where she was at. But um, so we were kind of in that weird phase. And Stephanie and I and our whole group um, of friends were, were hanging out, um, getting to know each other. And um, our relationship has always been super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, just Like really, even just really as natural. friends. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and like, like I said, she had dated a couple guys, like saw a couple guys while we were hanging out and I was kind of trying to work stuff out. So we broke up a couple times and got back together. And, uh, but there was this one time though, specifically, like you had told me you guys were not together. And then we got invited to a BYU football game and I was like, friend. from so a mutual three friend, of us, there was me. three, there was three of us, but like. From my perspective, it was like an opportunity to just kind of connect with you and like hopefully you'd ask me out. And I think it was like maybe like a day or two. I think it was literally maybe only a day after you told me you guys were not together or 24 hours or 48 hours or something. A day or two, yeah. And so we go to the game and you being the person that you are like we're we're having a good time and you're like hey i gotta tell you something and i'm like okay what like thinking maybe you're gonna ask me out or what but it's like oh well so and so and i are back together and i was like oh okay (laughs) um I did not talk it, to you for the rest yeah, of the game. It wasn't was, just like, okay. It was no, like, she was heartbroken. Oh, I, was, I was so heartbroken. And that like, was, yeah. And knowing I, me, like, I don't get heartbroken very easily, right? Like, I'm usually pretty understanding of things, but I was pissed. I was so mad. Mm-hmm. So mad. So I did not, I did not talk to you for the rest of the game. Yeah, I was, and I think what was going on in my mind is like, I think a part of me wanted to make you a little bit jealous. Oh, but I'm also, sure you did. But also like at the same time, I wanted to let her know like that I am like, I'm a very committed person Yeah. and I wanted to like leave no stone unturned with this past relationship. And I kind of wanted her to see that. And then in the back of my mind, I always felt like, um, like she was just wasn't the right fit for me, but I had to like I had to just give it everything that mm-hmm. I had, and I think I was just trying to show you that like that's the kind of person I was. Yeah. But she interpreted it like as heartbreak, and like I think she almost gave up on me at that point. Well, I mean, like <laughs> we were definitely like at least from my perspective, had just a very different connection than I had with anyone else, mm-hmm. you know. And I was not looking to date. Like, that was not on my radar. I was not looking to get married. Like, I had previously dated somebody for two years. And, like, the, I mean, I was 18. I did, like, that was not anything that I was expecting. Not expecting to, like, get into another long term relationship or consider getting married or consider starting a family. Um, but it just felt very different. Uh, it felt really easy with you and it's like, I don't really know how else to say like when you know, you know, you know, and I knew, I feel like I knew from the moment that I met you, like 
for sure, I was like, there's something, you well, know? And I, I would agree. And I think that part of me, um, like committing to figuring things out with, the, with this other person was also a part of me looking back, I think was scared knowing just like how um, compatible. Yeah. yeah. And just like how in sync we were with each other. It was just like, I just knew that things were just going to pick up quickly yeah. if we do start dating. Right. So I think a part of me was just making sure I was ready. And um, so, so you told me that though, you told me you guys were back together and then I think it was like another day or two. And then you're like, okay, no, like we're, we're done. Like we're officially like, we're not dating anymore. And I was just kind of like, oh gosh, he's hot and he's cold and he's hot and he's cold. Like, what are they doing? But your birthday came around a few days later. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to go over a lot of this in another one. Oh yeah. But so I we'll mean, just do the abbreviated. But like <laughs> I full on gave you a CD that all like the love songs <laughs> all, all the love life. songs and it's I, in our cd player <laughs> and i don't think that that was intentional like i don't think i intentionally was like i'm gonna just give him all of these love songs but i think it was just like these when i'm sitting here looking through you know back in the day when you got like napster limewire like all of these picking your playlist you know picking your playlist yeah for sure like Every time I heard a song like that, it's like, I was like, okay, this is what I got to be like on this, on this mixtape that I'm making for him for his birthday. So very forward. I go to deliver you your CD on your birthday right before I go to work. And this other girl is at your house and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm like, whatever. Okay. So you come out, you, you come out in the car and I'm like, can see her watching from the window. It's like super awkward. Okay. But I give you the CD and like, I just knew like, there's no stopping like us being together, you know? Um, and like, just to preface this, like we never crossed, at least from my perspective, crossed any lines of like, if you were dating somebody, you were committed to them. Um, I was never dating anybody. So that wasn't like my issue, but I also never, would make advances while you were with somebody else like that's just yeah. not who i am so it was always like when these moments happen it's like they t- he, you were technically like not with this person um and you weren't during your birthday and so anyways i kind of just spilled my guts to you on mm-hmm. on your birthday um and then she she had come up from southern utah for my for my birthday trying yeah. to patch things up and it was kind of our last like our last attempt um but we weren't really dating mm-hmm. yeah and we just kind of called things off while she was up there but then like a, a couple of days later um we actually went on our first date and it's really crazy because <laughs> facebook reminded me today that this was like the day that we announced some information to everyone um so i'll kind of get but like literally to the day today oh, 13 wow. years ago or however I'm surprised long you it haven't was mentioned this earlier in the day yeah <laughs> but um so a few days later almost a week later uh it was like october 8th of 2011 mm. and your grandpa had actually passed away yeah um but we went on our first date on the 8th of october and we stayed out really, really late. I don't even know. I think it was like 
<sighs> By the time that we actually like probably got to bed was, I don't know, two or three in the morning. I don't really remember. But um, you had to attend your grandpa's funeral the next day on the 9th. And we were just like hanging out, having a good time. Had went on our first date. Had like really a lot of fun. Um, do you want to tell them what we did for our first date? Um, yeah. So, um, we went on like a tandem bike, yeah. you know, two person bike. <laughs> the one and only time I've ever rode in a tandem yeah. bike. I haven't my, ridden my one buddy since. had one. So I was like, man, those things are so cool. Yeah. So we went on a cute little ride. I don't know how cute it was. I mean, we were going up some hills. Like <laughs> it, it was not super easy. I thought I was being very I mean, cute. It was, okay, it was, it was super cute, but like logistically wise, somebody who typically doesn't like normal exercise, it was, <laughs> you know, it was cute. But, um, she had, she has a tattoo on her side and, um, Oh I, no. It's, yeah. The dreaded <laughs> tattoo. Okay. And okay. In, in the Mormon church, like tattoos and extra piercings are just kind of uh, frowned upon. Yeah. But just to give you guys something to laugh about, because if I can laugh at myself, you can laugh at me. Um, when I got this tattoo, I was, oh my gosh, it's so cringy. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Mormon church, you, there is a saying like choose the right, right? So there are people who have rings that say CTR and that is like a phrase that is usually like just a reminder, a reminder like, of like choosing the right choose path. The right. So like dumb me who's, you know, 17, it's like, oh, I'm going to get a tattoo. I'm underage, but like, cool, whatever. It's and like I'm, an oxymoron. Yeah. And I'm going to get a tattoo <laughs> that literally says choose the right, but I'm not actively... But they're not, yeah, they're not, they're not for <laughs> tattoos. Oh, so it was, it's literally probably one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my entire yeah. life. And now I have to live with it until I either get it covered up or until I can just learn to like, whatever, yeah. you know. But me being born and raised in the Mormon church. You found out that I have a tattoo. I, yeah, yeah. And so. And were remember. you supportive of it or were you not? <laughs> That's what I so, think they want to know. So for before our first day, I had made an insensitive comment. I don't, I, we don't remember. I don't even remember what, what it, was. it was, but it was something very, very insensitive. Yeah, I, I, I could tell that I had hurt her feelings and maybe fa- made her feel ashamed or dumb about mm-hmm. it. But um, so as a an attempt to like correct that. Um, and I thought it was the cutest thing ever. It was really cute. <laughs> um, Super cute. I got a whole bunch of temporary tattoos. Yeah. And we just did an arm full sleeve Full on like made like sleeves Helping of each other make tattoos. them, put them on it each was other. Re- it was really cute. And yeah. And we did our tandem bike ride. And we had- but also on that day, I gave you a card that like if the CD was not enough of telling you how much I liked you, that <laughs> card was like laying it no all denying. on the line. No denying <laughs> that like... I was in love with you from day mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So we, we had our date mm-hmm. and like a gentleman, I did not kiss on the first date. Which was so annoying. Like, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> but I she mean, obviously had not dated gentlemen in the in the past. That is actually a lot of truth to that. Yes. Very true. So we had our first date. And then the next day was the ninth. And after you went to your grandpa's funeral, well, we had, well, we stayed out super late for our first date. And like the next morning, it was like, I don't know, four or five in the morning. You're like, I got to go to my grandpa's funeral because we were like still hanging out together. And at my parents' house. Uh, no, we were at your friend's house, your friend's parents' house, actually hanging out. Whose house? Vicky's house. 
Oh yeah, for, yeah. yeah for, 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 but we were there until you were like, "Hey, I gotta go to my my uh, grandpa's funeral in a couple hours." Their so, house was like an open house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you so you brought me back to your place, and you're like, "Hey, you can like sleep in like my room, and I'm gonna go to the funeral and stuff. And when you're ready, you can just leave because his like his room was on the bottom basement, floor and yeah. it kind of had its own entrance um because i think your mom would have freaked out if she would have known that like you had a girl sleeping in your room <laughs> so uh so anyways i was <laughs> i was there you left and then that night though we we got up like we met up again and stuff yeah. um and i honestly don't even remember what we did that day but i just remember like we were hanging out and you had asked um somebody had asked you about like fixing something on their car and it mm -hmm. was a girl and you were like i you know i kind of wanted to run this by you because i don't want to say yes if we're like exclusive like if we're dating i don't want to say yes i kind of want to respect your boundaries but um so that day we actually had kind of boyfriend and girlfriend in well, a way. Well, actually, uh, yes. So, yeah. yeah. So we had kind of like become boyfriend and girlfriend. What else happened that day? That was also the first time you kissed me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then, oh, actually, no. So you had kissed me before you asked me to be your boyfriend mm -hmm. or girlfriend. Um, and then it, <laughs> it was the 10th, which was a Sunday. And when you had told me about like wanting to be exclusive and stuff, but not only did you ask me to be your girlfriend, mm. but what did you also do? Um, we were in, I believe we were in my car. Uh, it was actually your parents' van. Your parents' van. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, um, I wanted to say something, but I'm like, don't want to scare you off. And she's like, I could tell that was me testing the waters. And I could yeah. tell she's like, excited to hear it so i was like okay good she's on the same page oh and so, i told you like you wouldn't scare me off like yeah. i'm pretty sure i know what you're gonna say yeah so i yeah. told her that i loved her so it was really quick first yeah. date first kiss told you i loved you now yeah yeah so then monday comes around um and that was the 11th and we're out bowling with a friend of ours the same friend. all of our friends really but well no it was just us three actually that day one of your friends was working the register mm. um at the bowling alley because like a lot of them had worked together but it was just us and that one friend and it was the same friend who invited us to the byu football game and he's like super gullible so we actually had a lot of people there because remember like even kelsey and all of them were there and he started telling everybody no, while we were nobody bowling. was there I'm almost positive nobody was no. there. We can agree to disagree, but regardless <laughs> of how that all happened. We, we keep trying to piece back like we think it's like day four days in a row, but it could have been like no, a day in No, it really is because I, I, did, I did just see like I know for a fact it was like four days in a row. So yeah, anyways, yeah. but... That long Monday, stories, long story we had a short. friend who was super gullible. I had a, I had a ring on my wedding finger, just like that was the only finger it fit. And he was like, "Hey, are you and Stephanie getting married? Are you engaged?" And he, Brad's, just like, "I'm a prankster." Yeah, a he's a prankster for sure, and I am too. And he's like, "Yeah, we are." So then he comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, I'm playing this prank on so and so, like telling him that we're married because he thinks we are because your ring yeah. engaged." Um, I, and I I knew if I told him that, 
I knew he would tell every yes. one of our friends. Yes. So I said, don't tell, don't tell a single person, though. And of course he and did. And I just wanted to see how yeah. many people would tell. And every one of our friends is like, oh, my gosh, are you guys, so, are you guys engaged? And we're but like, we were just messing around with him. But while we were there at the bowling alley, you kind of like came up to me and were like hugging me. And you're like, hey, I know that we said we're just joking, but I feel like I want to be serious. And I was like, yeah, me too. And that was kind of it. And so then after we left, we went back to your parents' house and like we were just sitting there and you were kind of just talking about like, I'm not joking. Like, I really do want to be serious. Like, I do want to like marry you. So what happened then? So I, I believe I went into the bathroom and when I came back out of the hall, I was thinking about it in the no, bathroom. No, it was before you went into the restroom because like the hallway kind of leads into there and it like yeah. has a door. And you were like, how does... The 21st of January. Because my favorite number is 21. 21. So like we thought it'd be kind of cool to be like 1, 11, 2011. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, 2001. 1, 21, 2011. 2011. Yeah. yeah. But you were like, how does... How but does I the... like 21. So yeah. I was like, how's January 21st? Plus it was on a weekend. Yeah. So... It was a Friday. So you're like, how does January 21st sound? I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. And then, like, after your... We were real like, bold. We, we just, really were. So, like, from that point forward, we were already engaged. We were just com- committed. Yeah. yeah we were so, in it. So, from the day that we had our first date until we were engaged was, like, really just, like, 72 hours, which is wild and crazy. And here we are almost 13 years later, mm-hmm. like, still together um obviously it's had its ups and its downs but a lot of learning and knowing you trying to learn each other know about each other and And we've gone through so much which is just crazy yeah but um two things one from the day we met to when we were married was six months. six months and from the the day that we were half of that yeah it was three months yeah i'm really proud of that just because that that's like I feel like really rare to hear stories yeah. like that. Well, I just was thinking to the other day, like, man, a lot can happen in three days, right? Like, right. and you think about that in a perspective of like Christianity, but also in like our life, it like you think three days is so long, but really so much can happen in three so days. Yeah. So it's just in, yeah, it's so interesting. And I, that's kind of one of the, my favorite things of telling everybody is like, if For somebody sure. says a, a fun fact, like, oh, tell us a fun fact about you. I'm like, well, three days we were together and we were engaged. And here we are 13 years later, still you going know, strong. still going yeah. strong. For sure. Well, the other thing I was going to say is just that I think uh, what I recognized immediately about Stephanie oh, excuse me, was uh, just her her commitment well first she's really adventurous Mm -hmm. i love that about her but also like i could tell whenever she puts her mind to something it's like it can be annoying sometimes because i'm like (laughs) if it's not something that i want (laughs) then it's like man i just know how hard she's gonna push for something that she she wants but oh i'm a pusher for sure generally in a good way yeah generally it's always a good adventure Mm. and so but i i think i just recognize that when she puts her mind to something like there's nothing that's gonna stop her so knowing that she was committed to me i felt like i just had all the confidence in the world that things were gonna work out so like when people ask for advice like man you've been married for so long what's one piece of advice if i could give one and we'll definitely talk more about this when we talk about like our marriage uh, chapter and stuff but 
it would just be that, um, like our commitment to just working it out Mm -hmm. has made all the difference in the world. Like we both had the same goal of just making a marriage work and we wanted to be a successful in a successful marriage. And we've navigated a lot of stuff that was really, really difficult, really heavy stuff. Um, that we'll talk more about, um, in depth, but, um, yeah, just kind of giving you a commitment sneak, is everything. Sneak peek. Yeah, commitment. But I mean, not just... even just in your marriage, but in all of your decisions in your life. You know, mm-hmm. like I really do think that if if you have a plan, like commitment is the number one thing that's going to get you through it. You know, and I'm not always the greatest at that. Like I feel like our marriage is like the number one thing that, like without a doubt, I'm committed to. You know. And obviously our kids and stuff, but there's some times where it's like, you really got to push me to be committed to like other decisions that we've yeah. made. Um, but that's and, why we work so well yeah, together, you it's know, this, um, give and take, give and take. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say, uh, like t- tug of war that we play that like she's adventurous and I'm trying to anchor us down. Yeah. He's so the grounder playing. of the two. And I'm the one who's just like, let me just spread Free my burn. wings. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just do whatever, wherever the wind takes me, I'll go. Like, but, but I think it's like been such a great adventure. Just like finding where it takes us, like the mix of our personality. Yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. So, but I mean, I'm excited to dive into more deeper, topics throughout like this whole experience what's something that you think that you want to talk about next like what do you want our next topic or po- of podcast to be um well i i see over on our wall just a big picture of our family and i i think that like that has been probably the like the number one priority in both of our yeah, lives for you sure know, as, as our family so i would like to dive, dive into, into just, that talking about um you know how we got started with our family where we're at now kind of uh um our our plan on how we wanted to Mm -hmm. raise our kids and how that's evolved well and just to give you guys like a little introduction like where we're at now we're in tennessee right so i was from michigan you were from utah we met up lived in utah for a while and now we're in tennessee we have five amazing, beautiful, crazy, talented, talent. So right. many, so many things. We have five kids. Um, we homeschool. We are trying to homestead. And when I say trying, it's like sometimes I love it, sometimes I hate it. <laughs> um, but really, we're just trying to just live life and raise just really good kids. Um, people that are just going to be like a value to society, uh, just in all aspects of life. Um, I I think every parent generally tries to like give, pour into their kids what they didn't have. Yeah, for sure. And and I I think we're no exception to that. We want to give our kids everything that we, we feel like we wish we would have had. Um, but we, um, I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot as we've evolved throughout the years, like how we've changed on how yeah. we want want to parent, and our kids going through different phases have definitely For challenged sure. and like um, made us re rethink and regroup, and that's just part of the beautiful adventure yeah. of of having a family. That's probably. I think definitely should be our next step. And and just like us getting married like so fast and that being such a crazy experience, us having kids has been no different at all. Yeah. <laughs> like so stay tuned because uh definitely like 
that's a wild story to unpack. Yes. So, so coming up, we're going to be talking about not only our, our five kids, including some home births and um, navigating that, but also um, a surrogacy journey or two. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're going into that. Okay. There, there's a whole lot that we have yeah. about uh, our family and just our dynamic. So we're excited to um, share more about yeah. this definitely with for you. For sure. For sure. Well, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, we're the No BS podcast where you get to know Brad and I, and we're going to give you No BS. So stay tuned for the next episode. We'll see you guys. Bye.